Okay, welcome to the Real Life Real Stuff Podcast. I'm Devin. I'm Rayleigh. I'm Nasa. And we're the co-hosts of this podcast. Okay, now for the first question. Um, y'all could tell me my Benny was rising though. <laughs> Got me looking bald headed doing the Ray J. Um, oh the first question, just so they can get to know us, is what's one thing you like to do? Starting. Um, I like to cheer. I do cheerleading. Um, and I like to hang out with my friends and things like that. So what do you like to do? I like to play video games. Okay. And for me, I like to... Man, what do I like to do? I like to play video games, sleep, and definitely manage stuff. That's what I do. Okay. So, we got asked a couple of questions by you guys to start off our first episode. And we're about to go check out what those questions were and what they said. So, the first question by 510.scammer. So, the first question was, what do you think our school should fix or how should they improve? You want to start? Um, I feel like they need to improve in almost everything, almost. But also, like, I feel like we just need more funding, to be honest. Yeah. I feel like we're a great school and we have great opportunities. We just need more money. For me, personally, I think that our school needs to work on better teacher-student relationships because, mm-hmm. to be honest, I only get along with, like, three of my teachers. So sad, but it's the truth. And I also think, I agree with Nate, so we need more funding. I feel like if we have more funding, we have a lot more opportunities. Um, I think that we need to fix the teacher and student dynamic, like how we talk to each other. And I think that yeah. the teachers don't give out respect, but then expect respect. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that that's really fair. I also think teachers should bring into um, consideration, like, student mental health. Right. And how much they're loading on to, because students have six classes or even more and sometimes a little less. So I think that they should take that into consideration. Okay. Um, The second question is, do you think talent beats hard work? I'll start. Um, No, actually, I don't. (laughs) I don't think talent (laughs) beats hard work for the simple fact that you can have hella talent. But your work and dedication doesn't, like, match that. Mm-hmm. You you could, okay, for me, right, showed up to practice every day. I didn't have a lot of talent. Mm-hmm. But I kept getting played because I kept showing up and I kept putting in the work. Whereas the talent, you know, it's only about talent. You don't have to come to practice but because you have the talent. Mm-hmm. That's basically it. I don't think talent exists. I don't. because Oh, you got to think about this. I want you all to think about this for real. Because you don't just are born and like, oh my God, he can play basketball. But I think I think that talent doesn't exist when it comes to sports. I think it exists when it comes to like dancing or singing because some people are born with voice, some people aren't. But when it comes to sports and the sport aspect, I don't think you could be born with talent because right. you got to build your fundamentals with it regardless of the sport is. So like, exactly. you're not going to be born to be Michael Jordan. Amen. You got to practice, practice, practice. So anybody could do it. It's just when they start and how hard they do it. So like, right. you know what I mean? So like, if I... Me and Nasa start playing basketball at the same time and say that she puts in an extra two hours every day, she's going to become better than me right. because she's putting in an extra two, two hours. hours. So then that becomes her talent. She becomes good at it, and that's what becomes her talent. You know what I mean? Right. Okay, what about you? I think it's a mixture of both because I feel like when you start early, you're going to become good. But also, like, some people are just natural. Well, how I feel is that some people are just naturally Athletic? Uh, yeah, naturally athletic. Right. So I feel like 
like anybody could just try mm-hmm. a sport next day and they they can be at least decent at it mm-hmm. and not be super bad at it. So mm-hmm. I feel like it's a mixture of both. Right. But also, if you work really hard, you can become good in something. Mm-hmm. But just from personal experience, um, I feel like talent sometimes is more looked at than hard work. And okay. it's also it has a lot to do with like a passion. So if you don't got a passion for something, what? I said I'll read. Oh. So it has a lot to do with passion. If you don't have a passion for a sport, you're not going to want to do it anyways. You're not going to feel the drive to do it anyways. Exactly. So if I have a passion for basketball and someone else doesn't have a passion for basketball, but we start at the same time, I'm going to still grow better than them because I'm going to have a passion. I want to do it. That's what I want to pursue. So I'm going to put all my all into that. You know what I mean? Right. Um, you can read the next question. So the last question before we get into our main topic for today is how do you get through procrastination? Um... I don't think you get through it. I think you got to learn to not, like, I don't know how to explain this. You have to learn how to move past it. Because I feel like if you get, you getting through it, it's like you're trying not to do it. But if you move past it, it's something that you, it's not even in the, in your mind anymore. Like, so I think you just got to push past it because procrastination isn't something physical. You can't, it's not something that you can actually push push away from you right so it's something that you gotta just overcome as itself right. you gotta just do it even if you don't want to i think like one way how to um i think the question is asking more like can you how can you beat procrastination that's how i'm kind of taking it yeah. mm-hmm. so my thing is that just making it to like little goals like you know like if it's like a really big assignment be like okay i'm gonna answer this question uh, mm-hmm. the next hour and then this question the other hour or something like that Mm -hmm. because you know like especially at home there's a lot of distractions and all that and then there's distractions at school too Mm -hmm. it's 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 so it's i know it could be hard Mm -hmm. but also just focus on your goals think about your goals and what you want to do in the long term right for i'm taking it the way she took it be procrastination i feel like with kind of like what both of you guys said, mm-hmm. it's not something that can really is like beatable, but you can kind of manage it. Yeah. Like me, shit, I procrastinate to get about the bed this morning. Okay, <laughs> let me tell you that. It is so hard to like. Sometimes you find it hard to put your mind to one thing, and yeah. it gets really hard. Yeah. So sometimes, like what you said, you just have to push through it. Yeah. Sometimes it sucks. Like with me, if I can't get out the bed, I will gladly roll myself out the bed and fall on the floor just to get up so I can get to do what I got to do. You I think me? it's like a mixture of both of me and Asa said. Like, you right. got to make the goals to push through it. If you can't fully just do this, make many goals until you fully break through what you have to, what you have to do. Exactly. Okay, so now we're going to be on to our official topic of this podcast, which is... High school labels. Dun, dun, dun! okay go ahead um so the first question that i have is what is your definition of a hoe Mm, we might need to bring a boy in here for this one that's why i wanted to talk to you about that because i don't think i think everybody has their own definition you know what i mean Mm -hmm. because like if you if you talk to an old head like somebody who who ain't in school no more. I'll never talk to her. <laughs> about like, cause like if me personally, like my mom told me that their definition of a hoe was somebody who sleep with heck of people. Right. Right. But if you talk to somebody who's in school now, a hoe could just be somebody who just got hoes. Like anything can classify anybody as a hoe nowadays. I think that's a toxic label for people because they'll stamp a hoe on anybody. Right. If you talk to two people, you're a hoe. 
I mean, that's that's like I feel like it's just it's not like a it's not like a set rule book to be a hoe. Right. But you got to do some real hoe stuff to be a hoe. Like talking to multiple people, I don't think that's a hoe. I think that's you're not ready to commit exactly to one relationship. I think that sleeping with yourself. I don't. I don't even think like a hoe is really. I think you have to go really in depth because you sleep with you got heck of bodies. You just have heck of bodies. That's what you think. Why am I worried about what you are in the first place? <laughs> right. Like who cares? Well, I feel like hoe. Like over the years, like how Rayleigh said, hoe lost its um, true meaning and its true definition. Also, I guess I would say a hoe is what an old head. Like the old head definition sounds more like a hoe to me than the. Um, than a high school definition, but that's just me. Okay. Uh, for me, a meaning of like what y'all said, a hoe, its meaning has changed over the years. Throughout time, yes. A hoe went from someone who slept with hella people, from talking to hella people. I feel like yeah. if you're talking to hella people, I don't think that's a hoe. I just think, well, hold on now. Yeah, you because... gotta think about it for real because if you think about it, it's 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 different and right. you got to think about the case that they're in like right, who they are what they're doing do they live at their granny house do they yeah do they live at <laughs> their granny house like you got to really think about it because a girl and mind you boy and girl hoes are different things a boy a girl and a boy can have the same body count say a boy and a girl got five bodies right right that girl is a hoe. is a hoe in society now that boy is a boy be 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 macking them they don't care though, you and know that, what I mean? That's because society standards are fucked up for each individual. Yeah, because I think it's like, more. <laughs> God oh damn it! God. Keep going, keep going, keep going. We can end that out. We can end that out. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> right when it got good, like don't play. Okay. Okay. Ready? You can see us three. Can you? Can you see? Us three? Really? I'm not saying go on the corner, but if that's what you want to do, live your life, okay? In Vallejo. In Vallejo, live, be on the corner. That's what you want to do. If, if not, if that's not your cup of tea, don't do it. But I don't think it's okay for anybody to call anybody a hoe, because what have you been doing? Yeah. Let's self-reflect. is, exactly. Self-reflection. If you don't self-reflect before you call somebody else a hoe, you, you insane. For the simple fact that you worried about where somebody else been. What the fuck have you been doing Because it brings it brings me back to the original topic where, like, we got to self-reflect on ourselves before talking about anybody else. Right. Why are you talking about somebody else and what they're doing if you haven't even realized what you're doing and exactly. the problems that you're doing? Criticizing somebody else, you could be criticizing yourself, you know? Right. What do you think? Because I haven't really heard from you from this topic so far. Well, because I don't really I don't really know much about the whole discourse. Mm-hmm. But what I do know is that people just need to start minding their business. Yeah. When it comes sure to stuff like this. If, if you're not the girl or boy's partner... Then their body count shouldn't matter. Should not matter to you. It shouldn't even matter if you are. It shouldn't even be in your mind. And even sometimes it works even when you're in the relationship, when you are the partner. Starting from the time where you guys become together, that's from that timeline to when y'all break up is what y'all worried about, what you're worried about in their life. And I think that's what comes to like the problems in relationships. I I kind of disagree. 
agree. But the only reason why is because if they slept with heck of people, then they might have STDs. Do you sure? You, you no, for health reasons, yeah, of course. But like it. other and than that, secret kids and stuff. Like yeah, that. Yeah, things like that is it comes in a different play. But for the most part, like I mean, like the timeline where y'all start dating and where y'all stop dating is what the timeline you need to be worried about. The girls they texting in that timeline, you need to be worried about right. that. <laughs> Not who they messed with before. But then I'm giving this advice. List why I need to self reflect because I don't do that. <laughs> I worry about what happened on Jan- uh, July seventh of twenty seventeen. Because why was you twenty seventeen? Is crazy. Why was you doing that? You know what I mean. So I just think self reflection is the best way to go about any problem that you have, t- and staying out your staying out other people's business because other people's business That's is not your business. Before you speak business. on somebody, speak on yourself. A- right. Thank you, thank you. Because there's no, I think, and then it's like another label like nerd. Things like that. I wish it. I'm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I don't. I don't know. I just the whole label really doesn't sit right with me. Because why are you speaking on somebody else? There's many labels that I just don't agree with. Like, what's that one term for like athletes? Athletes. Like, <laughs> no, not athletes. Jocks? But like, <laughs> fuck. Disney Channel. <laughs> you said Disney Channel. Bench warmers. Bench warmers. I mean, but it's different though. Because bench warmers is different though. Because if you're a bench warmer, it's in the name. You ride the bench. That's not a label. That's a definition. But see, here's the goddamn problem. Coming from a bench warmer. Thank you. And another bench warmer. Coming from a. See, we're going to have all different aspects. Coming from two bench warmers. Bench warmer. You got to start. But nigga, you got literally taken out the game multiple times due to fuck ups. Me personally, Mm. I got to at least play the rest of the fucking court. You know, I think that that was a good a good viewpoint on the word bench warmer. And coming from someone who was also a bench warmer. Thank you. A whole season a whole season of a bench warmer. Not a whole season. Last season I was bench warming. I was warming that bench. My okay? seat was real cozy. Seat was real warm when everybody else wanted to get on it. I think that the definition of a bench warmer and the label bench warmer isn't derogatory at all because it's literally like the definition of what you're doing. You're sitting on it's a bench not, and warming it. It's but a physical I also aspect. Think that depending on the way, on the context that they use it in, the shit can't hurt. It can. It can. Especially when it comes from a bro. When it comes from a grown ass. But adult, if you, but if, that's a different topic because when it comes from even being a bench warmer, you become a bench warmer not based off of your talent half the time. It's just based off your connection with own individual mind and put what you have going on in your personal life because for me basketball wasn't a passion no more i lost love strictly because of the environment that i was in so if i put my personal life first there may be times i don't come to practice because i value my mental health more because y'all heard it i think for me for a bench warmer doesn't even mean it meaning i think for that i think the um for i think bench warmer also comes from not a place of like trying to get you better, but mm-hmm. I feel like to make you mad, to make you more hungry for it. But to be honest, that it doesn't make doesn't anyone hungry. It puts you down. It puts, it you, puts down. you down. And it, it doesn't down. work for everybody either. Some people can be called a bench warmer and be like, okay, well, let me fix this and this. Exactly. And that. But, you but gotta then they're ha- only doing it because they've been called a bench warmer. They're not doing it for themselves. So exactly. They're doing it for other people. You, and that's what I said before. I'm connected to what I said before. It's the talent and the hard work. If you don't have a passion for the sport, being called a bench warmer is only going to make you not want to play even more. Exactly. You have a drive and a passion for the sport. Someone call you a bench warmer. Oh, I'm going to prove you wrong. I ain't no bench warmer. 
Right. I'm going to show you I could be way more than a bench warmer. Exactly. It, it's two different lanes. It's split into two different lanes where it's like you don't know what you want to be until you're sitting there in that moment. And I think all of us can really think that and all can really say that because we've all had different experiences with the sport environment and, like, right. playing basketball and, like, the coaches and our relationship and the dynamic with the coaches. But it all stems down to one thing. I don't think any of us have a passion to play basketball. We don't. I mean, I don't. don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't think any of us. I don't want to see us, that ball ever again. I don't even think. <laughs> literally, because I don't think any of us even loves it anymore. I love watching the sport, and I, I love too. seeing other people strive and do good in the sport. And I, I used too. to love playing the sport. But when somebody, and it's crazy how one person or a group of people or an environment that you're in can make you lose a love and passion for it. But I no longer am that person who's driving to it. I'm more so now that person, if you call me a bench warmer, I don't even want to play no more. Right. That's I think. For me coming in here, hold on, I'm so sorry. Yeah, is it raining is like it that? Is it raining like that? Raining. Oh yeah. Okay. But um, that's coming bad. from a person who's first year was playing basketball was in high school, I feel mm-hmm. like that's where I messed up at because at a high it's school the level, levels. it's the levels. You're supposed to like be. You're supposed to know everything. You're and for me, to... I played on a frost team, right? Yeah. Which basically is the baby barrel of the bunch. Mm-hmm. Which means they're trying to grow your diversity. Boy, when I tell you I ain't grow shit. I mean, I was the fastest on the court, in my opinion, in other people's opinions, I was the fastest on the court. But since I didn't have the playing time or the mental capacity or the lessons from basketball, I never got put in. And that's that's what we all have to learn, I think, that... Some people just don't got the same drive as everybody else. Right. And the word can mean different things to everybody. I think that's really the final, like, thought that we got in this. The word can mean something different to everybody else. We just got to take how it means to us and go with that. Who cares what the word means? Either the word a hoe, the word bench warmer, any other word that I got to say to any of that. That just means something to us. It might be different to somebody else. Right. So, that's it for this first episode. Um, What y'all got anything else to say? Well, that's one of many. Yeah, one of many.